Hi, and welcome to The Writing Guys, where you can ask any question and get an answer from a man's perspective. Today's show is hosted by Michael Aspen and C.T. Andrews with myself, Patricia Bates, as the moderator. And today we are going to be answering the question of, is toxic femininity a thing and some examples of it? So, Michael, let's start with you. Uh, okay, um, C.T., what do you think? <laughs> So I think first thing I would want to do is I want to make sure we all understand what toxic femininity is, because the reality is, is I've been around women that are jerks, just like I've been around guys that are jerks. So I don't know if that's what we're defining it as. So I'm mean, like, is there, is there some sort of definition we can point to, to say, this is, this is kind of how we're going to characterize toxic femininity. So I can kind of answer if I've experienced it and what I what I think of it. Is that something you guys have kind of got in your head that this is what I view toxic femininity to be? Um, I would say, and Patricia, you tell, you're the moderator, so you tell me if you agree with this or not. I would say if we want to give an overall definition of what toxic femininity is, that's a good, we can, it's a good place to start. However, if we're, looking, if we're looking at, an, if we're looking for an answer from our individual perspective, we just go based on what we understand toxic femininity to be. Okay. And go from there. What do y'all think? Yeah, that's uh, fine. I would agree. I would yeah, agree. I, that's... Can, I, can, I can step up to bat and do a swing and a miss. That's fine. Here we go. So, <laughs> <laughs> so There's a strategy to everything, man. It's yeah, no, we're good. So toxic femininity, the, the, way, I, the way I've seen it is... Um, and there's there's a couple of subs on Reddit that I've seen that kind of fall into this category. I would I would characterize it as two things: that women are better than men, and that uh, that men need to, in some way, kind of. It's not it's not like a subservient thing, but like like put put the woman up on like a pedestal, like um, worship women, and and treat them like goddesses in some way. And uh, that, that to me kind of, kind of what I would experience when I experience toxic femininity, that entitledness of, of it. Um, and I, I, when I do run into it, I typically avoid them. I don't, I don't typically engage with them because there's very little chance you're gonna change their mind. But when you do run into it, they, they oftentimes have statements like, I, you know, the, these, are the, these are the kind of people that you would call like a gold digger or somebody that um, talks, talks bad about their husband all the time behind their back, uh, even though their husband's like hardworking and good with the kids and tries to help out around the house. And they're still like, yeah, he's, he's such a loser. He can't even do dishes right, you know, or whatever the, the women are talking about. And, and oftentimes I find uh, toxic femininity seems to be more so when it's women talking to other women. Like I'll hear, I'll, like I'll overhear women at the office when I used to work in an office, or I overhear women uh, in in different places, like at the mall, sitting around chatting at a table, and I'm like, oh my god, you, you're just being horrible, right? And uh, as a guy, we don't we don't talk that way. I mean, we might make jokes about our wife or something, but we don't go in and and typically tear them to shreds, at least not in the groups that I've been in. Um, so it's very off-putting. So, uh, and it's emasculating. And it also makes it where you don't really want to do anything. At least for me, I tend to dig my heels in. If I'm around somebody who's being that way and then they expect 
like higher performance out of me. I'm like, screw you, right? You're going to get bare minimum at best because I don't, you don't deserve it. You're being so jerky. So that's kind of how I, if I were to try and define it in my own world, that's how I would. And that's how I would react to it. Pretty much. I, I'm non-confrontational, but I, but by the same token, I'm not like if, if a toxic feminine, if a person who's a woman, that's what I would call consider toxically feminine started coming to me, asking me for stuff. I would just, I would be uh, for that lack of the better word, that punching a marshmallow. I'd be like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll do that. Yeah. <laughs> based on your definition it's kind of ironic isn't it um because if if it's true that toxic toxic femininity is this idea that men are supposed to put women on this pedestal and treat them like little princesses and be for lack of a better word subservient to them i just call that being a, a gentleman myself opening the door for them pulling the chair out for them trying to support them in any way you can but the irony comes into play when all of a sudden they don't like that they don't want you to open that. I have seen, at least on one occasion in my life, a man open a door for a woman and she go, I don't need you to open my door. And mm. so now you're, and now the irony is, well, I'm, I'm trained to do one thing, but this quote unquote idea of toxic femininity would have me disparaged for it as a man, you know? Uh, and I find that insulting, but that's not really, I, I define toxic femininity in a more broad, more broadly than that. Toxic femininity to me suggests that there's something inherently toxic about being feminine. About a woman's femininity means that there is something that is irrefutably toxic about that and can't be helped or controlled. It's in her nature as a feminine creature to be toxic. Therefore, my short answer to that is no, it doesn't exist. There's no such thing as toxic femininity. Femininity is no more or less a concept as any other concept to me. Like it's neither good nor bad. It is neutral. And it's how the woman chooses to leverage her femininity that determines whether there's a toxic situation or not. So it's not whether the, the, the femininity is toxic. It's whether she's toxic. The question isn't, okay, is your femininity now toxic or are you just a bitch? <laughs> because if, if she's being a bitch, then likely she's using all of the tools in her toolbox to be a bitch. And if one of them happens to be femininity, it doesn't mean her femininity is toxic. It means that she's toxic. That, and, and so that's how I kind of, that's how I separate the two. I don't believe in toxic femininity. I don't think it's a thing that exists or nor should exist. I think it's just mean to assume that women are toxic because they're feminine. It's just mean. So my short answer and my long-winded answer is no. No, there's no such thing. Yeah, let, to, take a, to take a short answer and make it longer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going I'm to add in there that I think, I think my answer was about toxic people, right? That just happened to be women. The reality is, is that if I had a guy come up to me that was a condescending prig, I wouldn't want to do any work for him either, right? uh or do anything to help them either so that the reality is is that listening to you talk was reminding me that the reality is is that what i was defining was really just toxic personality not a toxic gender right and when you were talking about uh being a gentleman the reality is that's just courtesy being nice right if a woman holds a door open for me i say thank you if i hold a door open for somebody i would expect them to say thank you and I don't really care what gender you are. If you're at the door and somebody's walking up there and you have the opportunity to hold it, 
maybe that's a nice thing to do for your fellow human being. And so uh, I, I take that as not just being a gentleman, but just being polite to the people around you, period. You know, yeah, and, I agree. And so, yeah, so that, but yeah, so I, to, based on what you were saying, I'd have to agree. I don't necessarily agree that there is such a thing as toxic femininity. I would say that there is toxic people and those toxic people can be either gender. So, so what would you, so if I were to say, you know, um, toxic femininity is, you know, is a way of um, encouraging the silent acceptance of uh, violence and domination in order to survive. So for example, you have, um, you have someone who is using her, for want of a better word, wiles here um, to get what she wants, where you know, she's being ultra feminine. She's, you know, she's being the, the quintessential 50s housewife, um, you know, to get what she wants. Is that, is that toxic femininity or is that, is, or is that feminism? Because there is a difference. Oh, how long of a silence are we going to allow for thought? <laughs> <laughs> on this podcast to, to chew on that um if we all no, sit and stare not. at the camera i can maybe edit out the silence <laughs> <laughs> yeah it may be let's be raw let's be raw yeah i have a knee-jerk reaction to, to a little bit of that um that might give might give ct a little bit of thinking time so uh, I would say at heart, I'm a feminist because I believe that women and men should be treated equally in like the workplace and in politics, and et cetera, et cetera. Um, unfortunately, I think that the modern feminist movement in some ways has tried to exert dominance. They're no longer interested in equality. They're interested in the female becoming dominant the, in, in the workplace and in politics. Um, and they're not currently, but I mean, let's just be honest. When you look at the political landscape, when you look at CEOs and upper management at most corporations, when you look at, at even entrepreneurs, the bulk of them are men. Um, and so I, I fully support women's right to work if they want uh, or stay home if they want. It's really, it's your choice. It's not, uh, it's not something that I think needs to be imposed upon them. Um, and I'm very much in favor of equal rights. I'm very much in favor of uh, women being a, a louder and stronger and more populous voice in our boardrooms and in our political institutions. So I think at heart, that makes me a feminist, right? That's somebody who's, yeah. who is very much in support of women doing what they want to do to better themselves, whether that be and better the, the world around us, whether that be they, if they want to stay home, fine. If they want to go and they want to be a director or a CEO or a president or a senator, great, more power to you. Um, but I have seen some of the comments that I've seen from feminist leaders where they, they want to beat down men in an effort to achieve that goal. And, and I, I oftentimes feel a little personally attacked at that. I'm like, hey, you know, there are a lot of us that are on your side. Not all men are lumped together here. Mm -hmm. And, and so if you just group all men into, well, you're just a whole bunch of patriarchal Neanderthals, that hurts. That really hurts. I am trying, I'm trying very hard. I still make mistakes. I'm still a guy that was raised in the 1980s. I still make mistakes, but I'm trying very hard to be uh, the, you not, not just because I, not just because I want to appease other people, but because I think it's right, right? 
so yeah so i think i think in that case there you can have again i think though it distills down to like toxic people or toxic toxic theology or toxic um um institutions or or can have toxic institutions or toxic thoughts within institutions the reality is is we've all worked in toxic workplaces where you have bosses that are micromanagers and stuff like that well that's not necessarily saying that like every grocery store is a toxic place to work but the one that maybe you worked in was or maybe the office you worked in was so anyway uh as is our usual i've taken a short answer and made it extraordinarily long so i'm going to hand it off to ct hopefully i've given him some time to think through and hopefully my knee-jerk reaction wasn't too crazy but i i think that yeah i think that you can have toxic attitudes it can happen yeah to to answer the original question that patricia put on the table um i think it all comes down to happiness and contentment like if you, if, you, if a woman is playing the role of a 50s housewife and she's happy and content doing that then i don't think there's an ulterior motive there i don't think there's some sort of uh toxic toxicity to what she's doing especially if she's happy with the man that she's with and they're happy together and they're trying to create a a, a nuclear family and all of this stuff i don't think i don't think there's any toxicity going on there if she's got an ulterior objective an ulterior motive like say she just wants his money and she'll do whatever she wants to get it or ha- has to do to get it there's there's a there's toxicity there but it's not her femininity it's her personality um and i'm i'm I don't know what a feminist is anymore to address what Michael said, Um, because so often it's that a man like myself can support the idea that men and women are equal, whatever the hell that means. I don't know what that means either, outside of saying that we have the same rights and we have the same choices and all this stuff. I want that for both men and women. So there is an equality there that I would strive for. Absolutely. Yes. But and I get a lot of flack for this. Michael's right, man. Um, the majority of CEOs and entrepreneurs and leaders are men. Yes. And so are the majority of bricklayers and sewage workers and, uh, machinery operators. And those are men too. And let's not forget them. They're doing hard work to make our society run. And it's mostly men. So where do we, where do we draw the line? Where do we not draw the line? Where do we find the fine line between giving men the credit they deserve and giving women the rights that they've earned as well? And so that's, that's, and I think where we draw that line or define that line is where we're always button heads with feminism and non-feminism and tax, uh, toxic femininity and non-toxic femininity and, and, uh, you know, the word role is just an evil word nowadays. Yeah. But we have a role to play. We all do. That's just, it's a power greater than ours, whether you want to call it science, nature, biology, whatever. And the more we embrace our role, I think that the more we're going to find that happiness and that contentment, whether you're a female laying bricks or a female running a company. Yep. As long as we find that role, I think... I think we're closer to that contentment and happiness. That's how I would answer that question. Okay. So, so when we talk about finding, finding the, that happiness and finding that, you know, our, our, 
acceptance or, or, or our, our embracing our, our role in society. You know, one of the things that is often that, that we can see clearly even today, you know, I mean, we've, we've certain groups have struggled for, for decades, for hundreds of years. You know, at one point in history, women were considered chattel. Now it's, it's not so much the same, but so does it affect how people or how men would think of it when, you know, when the possibility is, is that the situation is reversed? You know, we talk about toxic femininity, but what about toxic um, masculinity? You know, it's much more, um, I'm not, I don't want to say accepted, but it's much more um, widely spoken of, you know, where men are unthinking beasts and they're just, you know, they, they're hormone driven. And so does that, you know, from a, from a man's standpoint, does it, when you're talking toxic femininity, does that kind of come into play when you are, you know, when that kind of comes up or is it something completely different when you're looking at the, the comparison to the two? <laughs> Um, I, I, I'll go ahead. <laughs> you know, I, I look at it as symptoms of the same disease, if you want, or maybe spectrums, uh, I mean, shades under the same spectrum, whatever, whatever you want to call it. Um, but I never heard the word toxic femininity. I'd never heard of it until four or five years after I heard the word toxic masculinity. And toxic masculinity was introduced to me, <laughs> go figure, at university. So I learned all about toxic masculinity and, you know, how bad that makes me as a man or, or how bad that makes me possibly as a man. And then years later, I learned, I hear this toxic femininity and I know, I, I, I see through it. I know what's going on. The word toxic femininity is just a backlash by all of the people who are angry about the word toxic masculinity coming to rise. So now we're just fighting back and forth. That's all we're doing. We're just, it's just a fight. If you're going to have toxic masculinity, well, by God, you better have toxic femininity too. But here, where does it end? Because if you have toxic femininity, why not just have toxic genderism? Maybe it's just your gender that makes you toxic. And if you can have toxic genderism, which is a biological constraint that none of us are in control of, why not toxic ethnicity? Why not toxic education? Why not toxic classism? Why not toxic short? Short people are toxic because they're short. Why not? Where, where does it end? Where does it end? Why don't, you know, my philosophy and my worldview says, screw all that. Just look at the individual. Is he an asshole because he's short? Or is he not an asshole because he's short? And you can apply that across all, all, all of these groups that we try to define and cram into a little category. You can define yeah. them all the same way. He or she, is he toxic or is she toxic or are they not? And that's, that's the way I would prefer to look at the world that I walk through every day. Yeah. It's, just, it's just more friendly. It's just more fair, in my opinion. So no, there is no toxic femininity. <laughs> us versus them us versus them is what we're really talking about that's what it all boils down to people are really good at creating small groups that are the us and then there is the opposition which is them. and right now with social media the way it is the way it, it drives engagement it's actually driven an us versus them to a whole new level right so they've done sociological studies 
where they show this group will bond over something trivial and then it's them against everybody else. Right. Yeah. Um, th they did it over things like they're looking at a painting and uh, they said, how many of you like the blue in the painting and how many of you like the red in the painting? And then the red and blues became us and them. And the people that liked blue are like, well, you just like red because you just like blood. Well, yeah, you like blood because you're just too calm hearted, blah, blah, blah. And they would actually start fighting over it. And what a ridiculous thing to fight over. And the, the reality is to defeat the us versus them, you have to defeat, you have to defeat the idea that the other people can't possibly yet yet they the us versus them mentality basically boils down to I'm right, they're wrong. And when it comes to the decision on this particular topic, they will always be wrong and I will always be right. There is no in interim point where we can both be right or both be wrong. And, and that, is, um, that is the problem, I think, with this whole toxic discussion. Uh, boy, that came up wrong. With this discussion about toxicity. There we go. So um, it's, th this is, so, so that's like a high level view that I'm taking when I'm looking at this. So, so when I drop it down to my point of view, whenever I see people, I don't usually judge their toxicity based on anything other than their personality. And um, I try to avoid making the generalizations. Like when he was like CT was just talking about the short guy. Is he, is he a jerk? Cause he's short or is he just short and a jerk? Right. And the, the, the reality is, is I met a lot of jerks that are all different colors and personality or not personalities colors and genders and I, i'm i remember meeting a gay guy uh actually even better story i remember meeting a gay woman that was just mean to everybody and she used her homosexuality as like the shield against any kind of attack you're just attacking me because i'm gay and i'm like no i'm attacking you because you're a bitch right <laughs> and so um and I don't really care who you're sleeping with. You're bitch. You're a bitch whether you're sleeping with a guy or a girl. It doesn't matter. So, um, similar to I think what CT does when I when I go through my life, uh, I don't look at groups typically as being toxic. I look at individuals as being toxic, based on how they interact with either me or the people around them. And uh, so, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I, I, it feels, it feels very much like this is just yet another us versus them statement being made to try and rally your troops and defeat the quote unquote opposition, whoever that may be. And you can see that in politics. You can see it in, you see it in interracial or not interracial internet. Well, interracial stuff too, unfortunately, um, international stuff, right. You know, those stupid Chinese, they can't build anything right over there. Now, those stupid Chinese are stealing all their jobs because they build everything better, right? I mean, it's just the narrative changes, but you're still, all you're doing is you're hating on another group of people because they're different than you. Yeah. I don't believe that, by the way, right? I mean, so the part about the Chinese, anyway. Go ahead, CT. It brings up a really good point. Um, uh, yeah, it's us against them, always, always, always. But let me ask you all a question just for a second. You know, we've all heard of toxic femininity and toxic masculinity and this toxic stuff. But if let's take toxic masculinity, for instance, if it has an opposite, what would they call that? What would that be called? Positive masculinity? Uh, yeah, positive masculinity. Yeah. Why have I never heard of that term? Why, why do I not hear about 
the, 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 the positive positives to all of these negative concepts. I never hear it. It's always toxic masculinity, toxic femininity. I, I never hear the, the, the positive positive. I mean, could that be because the powers that be in this top heavy society that want us to believe one way or another is going to put more stock in dividing us and tearing us apart, afraid of bringing us together and unifying us with popularizing terms like popular femininity. I mean, not popular, uh, positive femininity or, or positive masculinity. And if that's the case, if I ever found out that was the case, telling me who to hate and why, that's a fight waiting to happen, man. That is a fight waiting to happen. And that's, that's what bothers me. It's like everything is so negative, 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 toxic, toxic, toxic. And you never get anything that's positive, enlightening, unifying, that brings us together. And that's what, see, I'm getting all red in the face. Now I'm all emotional. That's just it. That, that's it in a nutshell. It, you know, it, it's, it's us against them. And the, the way that they've done it, you know, if, if we were to unify and it would be, you know, let's take that example. You know, we, we unify, we're all under the positive. It's, you know, it's great. Who stands to lose the most in that situation? Who actually stands to lose the most? Because if you if you do that, you know, if you unify everyone and, and everyone's getting along and everyone's happy, who's going to lose out the most? It's the ones that want the discord. They're the ones, you know, that want that that who's raising their voices allowed to say, oh, well, you have to hate this person or, you know, oh my God, she's so toxic because she's assertive and she's going to tell you what to do. And, you know, because she's in a position of power. Well, at the end of the day, you know, then it's basically, pardon my French, but it's basically a dick waving contest at the end of the day that, you know, I'm sorry, I'm not pulling out the, the, the yardstick to measure or the measuring tape here. Let's just grow the hell up, yeah. <laughs> you know? So you have to think of it that way. Yes. Why does she have to be toxic? Because she wants something better for herself and takes the, 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 the steps towards that. Yeah. Why does that have to be toxic? Yeah. We've all been programmed to believe that's bad. No, that's good, I think. It should be good. Yeah. It should be good. I, well, and on that note, um, one of the things that I, that I find interesting is you're talking about positivity versus negativity and the messages that seem to transmit through our society. Um, it's kind of been shown time and time again that humans react to negativity. Negative political ads get more traction. They swing voters. Negative news leaders lead to um, uh, like, the, like the trailers for the news whenever the news was like television news was a big thing. It's, it's falling in popularity. Those were what brought people to your news station, right? You know, yeah. hearing about some new, new danger in the food that lurks in your grocery store. Film at eleven, come and you know, join us at ten to learn more. Yeah. And even even in the business that we're in, all three of us write. And what good is writing without conflict? If you don't have a conflict, if you don't have something where people are not getting along, you don't. People aren't interested in it. They don't want to read it. So the, the whole world revolves around people being attracted to that negativity. People like a fight. People like, they, they, they don't necessarily like it, but they engage with negativity in ways that is somehow ingrained in our brain. And positivity just does not have that same appeal. And it, 
it has a struggle against the tide of humans reacting and engaging with what they naturally want to react and engage with. And that I think is where all of this came from. Toxic femininity and toxic masculinity, both are terms that were generated by PR savvy people that know the way to get your message out is to use, to write it on a negative bandwidth. If you can get a negative statement to become popular within your base and so on, it's going to have a better chance of, first of all, becoming viral, transmitting out across to more people, and B, potentially even have more chance of swaying people to your side. Because they're not fighting, people aren't, people in these types of debates are not arguing to try and sway the opposition. They're trying to sway the people that haven't decided, right? They're trying to make that argument that brings the undecided to their side, not to sway the opposition because when you get to that opposition when you get to either ends of a spectrum they're pretty firmly entrenched and they're very hard to sway it takes a lot of effort to sway their opinion a lot of time to sway their opinion and that's not at all what they're trying to do most of these arguments you hear have nothing to do with that so i i'm going to land on ct's first answer which is toxic femininity is just not true it's just not really there there are toxic people period um, regardless of their gender. And I think, I think what we've kind of decided, I don't know if this is the consensus or not, but at least between, or at least in my mind, what I've decided is this is just yet another term used by people to try and drive those wedges to drive their own agenda. And that's disheartening, but it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I guess in conclusion, if it's time for conclusions, uh, I'm going to oh. stick to my guns and land on my original original answer to um i feel like this this podcast kind of climbed its way into a a larger a arena than what was what it was originally uh uh while we originally did it but in in so being let me just say that i i like your uh, metaphor michael uh we are writers and in in that we are writers we have to understand conflict because that's what people want Mm -hmm. But the good thing about being a writer is people don't only want conflict in their stories. They also want the right, the, the, the light side, the good side, the, the fighters, the warriors for good. And um, I don't see a whole of that, a whole lot of that going on with the people that propagate ideas like uh, toxic femininity. Where's the good? I want the good, not just the bad. So um, uh, I'm going to stay with, I don't believe that toxic femininity exists. I think the femininity is a, 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 is a concept that I, I, for one, absolutely love because it's femininity and it can be used by the individual to be good or bad. Yeah. Yep. I, I would agree. I would agree. So awesome. Uh, so that was to this week's show. Um, thank everyone. Thank you everyone for joining us this week. Um, looking forward to next week when we tackle another topic. If you have questions that you would like answered, hit us up on our website at thewritingguys.net. That's thewritingguys.net. We'll put the link for that in the description box as well. Leave your question and we will look at it in a future episode of The Writing Guys. Until then, have a great week and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.